We are Carly and Nicole, lifelong friends for 20 years, mothers, mental health and wellness advocates. Here we will share real, honest stories and conversations together and with others. We invite you to join us in finding the light despite all the darkness. Hey everyone, welcome back. Just don't mind my voice if you can't hear me because it's kind of cracking right now. But it's me and Nicole again today. Yes. And what are we going to talk about? We are going to have a conversation around body image. I think there's just so much that goes along with that, but that's kind of the plan today. Yeah, I think that there's so much that can be said about it. I just want to start off by saying like, if you are in any way triggered by yes body image or like talks of that, then maybe don't listen to this. But we also want you guys to know that we respect everyone's opinion and whatever you choose that's best for your body is completely fine for you. Right. Like, and it's not, not like judge or anything. Right. And it's not black and white. And I think that's a lot of the things that I'm realizing. Like, yeah, there's always two sides to every coin. Yeah, we can talk every about Every person's that. body is different and mm-hmm. responds differently to things. And yeah, yeah, I think it has to stop. I think a big problem right now in the like social media world is like, if you like everything's about self-love and like body acceptance and I'm all for that, but I feel like there's almost like this war between loving yourself, but if you are choosing healthier options or or working out it's like that means you're not loving your body I just right. find there's like this pull between the two and I'm like that just seems so backwards yeah to totally I agree and that like starts to confuse me you know because I am in the business of health and I focus so much on like the mental health aspect of it and that is really why I started and what keeps me going but also like isn't self-love like health like showing your body you know love by choosing and not all the time like not eating vegetables and chicken and rice all the time like no one wants to do that I think there's self-love in having like ice cream and having like healthy food do you know what I mean exactly and just because you might be trying something different like right now you're doing it's a four-week gut health protocol yeah yeah something like that yeah and just because you're experimenting with something else to try to feel your best doesn't mean you're like oh I need to change how I look or I'm mm-hmm. doing this because I want abs or and even if that is what you're going after if that's truly what you want it's just like why do other people get to judge what you're doing mm-hmm. like that doesn't mean you don't love yourself and I right. know that for so long people were doing things like drastic things like even right. people eating disorders and whatever like that's a huge topic mm-hmm. but I think everyone just needs to take a step back and do what's best for their body and not really compare or not even have an opinion on what someone else is doing right so if it's not harming you why do you care what someone else is doing yeah yeah exactly I know there it and that's the thing like I talk a lot about working out and I kind of stay away from like nutrition because I never want to upset anyone or trigger anyone like that's really important to me and I had a bad experience like a couple of years ago where someone that I knew that we went to high school with, you know, reached out to me and sent me like a very awful message, essentially, that Mm -hmm. was like saying that I was an awful person for talking about, you know, 
nutrition and like how that is part of my job and things like that. And it was just like very upsetting for me. And it was, and it was very like accusing you of promoting very unhealthy things, which is not at all like the people who knew you the best. I remember you sharing that with me and Danielle and other Mm -hmm. people and us knowing you personally and what you were doing with your business. We're like, that is, she could not be farther from the truth right now. Right. Yeah. And that like, that was really hard on me and it's still always in the back of my mind. So that's like another good reminder that your words have major impact on someone. Like that's something that lives with me to this day. And I wish that it didn't. And I have grown a lot from it, but it's always in the back of my mind. And I always try to be mindful of like, you know, what I say almost to like a fault, I would say. Right. Um, so you can't, do you feel like you can't just like be authentic and just share what you're doing? Like, I think I would feel the same way a little bit, like, cause there's so many eyes on you and you don't Mm -hmm. want to offend someone or trigger someone. Right. But then I feel like a lot of people start to think too much about what they're saying and not to show up authentically. And, Mm -hmm. and like putting a disclaimer on every single story is like not fun and not it, it, it's not necessary. I don't think, but we live in such like a very sensitive world, which I think is a good transition in many ways. But, you know, if I can't share what I'm doing in an authentic way, like you said, it's not hurting anyone. It's not hurting me. It's yeah. It's just very, like you've always said, if this isn't something you're interested in, you will not be offended if they Mm -hmm. skip through or don't watch your stories while you're doing this program or whatever you're doing. Yeah, exactly. But it is always in the back of my mind, like what I share. So I try to be careful. And, you know, like, I do know that people do have like eating disorders and things like that. And that's like, is not a light issue. That's like a big deal. Right. So I try to be careful, but I also am just really focused on feeling good right now. And, um, you know, doing this to see what happens if I commit to the next four weeks, like what will the outcome be? because for a while I was eating a mini egg chocolate bar every single night mm-hmm. and like, yeah, sure. A mini egg so chocolate bar. Can you bar. explain a little bit what you're doing right now? So I'm doing this program that's part of Beachbody, a new Beachbody program with Autumn. If you're familiar with her, then you know who she is. Um, she has created this program that's focused on gut health. So it's called the four week gut protocol. And, um, we're basically like eliminating things for the four weeks that normally cause issues like within your gut or digestive system. So it's, it's really just like a starting point. It's not like an elimination diet or anything like that. It's just something that really anyone can benefit from. You might think that you don't have food sensitivity, sorry, but once you try this, you could realize, oh, I feel a lot better. So anyways, we're eliminating gluten, dairy, um, processed sugar, like anything added, any processed foods, um, and alcohol, corn as well, which is one of the other ones. But, um, I didn't like, I was like, oh my gosh, gluten and dairy. Like that's huge. That's huge. And sugar. I was eating so much sugar before, but I'm six days in and I feel really, really good. And I've noticed like bloating has gone down a ton and I'm sleeping so much better and I do have more energy and I don't have any cravings anymore on day six, which is incredible because like I have cravings often mm-hmm. regularly and I succumb to them and I don't like, I have a hard time with restricting what I eat 
and I said this in my stories today, like I, when someone tells me, and this stems back to childhood, when someone tells me I can't have something, I want it. Mm-hmm. Right. So even myself, I, that's so true. This is random, a little bit off topic, but I was by the pool with Kevin right earlier before this. And I have a pick line in my arm, so I cannot jump in the pool. Right. But if I didn't have it, there's no way I'd want to jump in. It's just like when your body or you can't do something, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Like just want to do it more. It seems totally. like. Yeah, exactly. So I've been trying to shift the language in my mind to say, and it's totally true. I can't have this. Like mm-hmm. this is right here in front of me. There's nothing really stopping me. Right. Um, but I choose not to. And I loved how you said that. That is a game changer right there. It has been for me, like huge for me. And I don't know why I've never thought of it that way. But as soon as I make that decision, every single time I make it, I'm like, dang, I'm proud of myself. And I feel like so empowered. Like, wow, I did not give in there in that one choice where I could have, and I didn't. And then as soon as I make that choice, it's gone. Like I don't need it anymore. I'm moved on and I feel good. And that's been a big shift for me because it's the restriction thing that I don't do well with. Yeah. Right. So just some little language switching it from like, I can't to like, no, I'm choosing not to, because I want to feel good right now and see what you can accomplish Mm -hmm. with this. Right. And I don't see how doing that means you don't love yourself. Like I know one said that, but there is like this pull between the Mm -hmm. two. Like, I feel like that's loving yourself more because it's your choice. No one's forcing you to do this. You are and day six, you feel so much better. Right. I'm like, that's great. If yeah. that works for you, that's awesome. Right. And I'm eating six servings of veggies a day. And I was eating like maybe two before. So just realizing like what our body does need and, you know, what putting, mm-hmm. I'm not eating less. If anything, I'm eating a lot more of the right foods and yes. it just feels really good. And this is not something I want to do forever. Like, obviously mm-hmm. I love mini eggs. I love having a glass of wine. Like this is but not like something. Like you said, yeah, maybe having them once or twice a week, not every night. Cause it's mm-hmm. just a bad habit yes. that you don't want. And it, you're the one saying it's a bad habit for yourself. Yes. No one is not, it's just like, I don't, you know, you don't feel good if you eat that every night, like, right. but it can easily become that I've been there too. Yeah. And I think a big thing for me was like, I was telling Rob this when we were away as the birth giver, like your body changes so much. Right. Mm-hmm. And then if you do plan on maybe one day having more children, to me, it was like, and this was a bad mindset that I was in. I was like, what does it matter what I eat? Like, what does it matter what I eat now? If I'm just gonna not destroy my body. I was gonna ask you that. Like, how has things shifted since through your postpartum journey? Mm -hmm. Like how you do things or how you view your body or whatever. Yeah. I was definitely using that as an excuse Mm -hmm. because like I've had a C-section. So my stomach is definitely different. And there are things that are so different. Your body's going to change regardless of how you give birth, right? You'll never go back to the, the body that it was before. And I'm not, that's not something that I yearn, yearn for, but I do want to feel good in my body. But I was telling myself, like, if we have another baby in a year or two or whatever, you know, I'm just going to be pregnant again and I, my body's going to change again. So like, why does it matter what I eat? But that was focusing on what I look like. Look, I was just going to say that, like, that's, outsourcing like it's based off looks it's mm-hmm. not based off oh I'm giving my body fuel like really right. in the end food is fuel for your yes. body yeah so you're like oh I don't care if I my stomach's not gonna look the same I might as well yeah. just eat crap all the time but that's not love 
in my opinion, that's not doing your body, like not love. I mean, you can still love your body, but just because you're choosing to add more nutrients and take out some of the other stuff mm-hmm. doesn't mean you don't love it. It's, and that's coming that's, exactly from a place of purely how you look, not how right. you feel, not your yeah. health. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, if I'm going to have another child, why wouldn't I want my body to be the healthiest version? If I'm going to carry a child, why wouldn't? So then flipping that mindset too was like, why would I want to, you know, grow a baby in a vessel that I've just been fueling with junk for the last year? Like that just, Mm -hmm. it wasn't, it's not logical what I was telling myself about, you know, I'm going to have another baby. I should just eat like crap for the next however long right exactly and I think it's good that you recognize that in yourself like it wasn't beach body oh you have to do this program it yeah. had nothing to do with that it's what you wanted and how you feel not what society's telling you you should do yeah exactly and coming from a person who like I would say after I had Landon is when I started with like doing workouts on beach body and stuff and I was in better shape then, like, and it wasn't just about looks, like I felt my best. Mm-hmm. I was in, like, I was very strong and healthy and fit and I loved it. And I wish I could go back even to before that. Cause I remember feeling the same way after I had Jason. I was like, well, my body's different. Like, I don't really care. I want another kid eventually. It, it wasn't, I was the same and I think it's easy to get in that Mm -hmm. but now I am this person who I cannot eat at all anymore and I wish I would give anything to like eat a salad or a vegetable or be able to just choose healthy options so when that's taken away from you I feel like I can look at it all in a with a different perspective and I'm like good for you for choosing to eat healthy like not everyone has that choice and I wish I did again right and you said something like about honoring me doing this and I'm Mm -hmm. like that that actually means a lot and one of the other coaches that I follow she was saying something about how she was working out that day and she's like I try to remember that I don't have to do this. I get to do this. Yeah. It's a privilege because not everyone can do this. Right. And going from someone who worked out six days a week and now I have not worked out in probably, I don't know, like 16 months because physically I got to a point when I'm like, this is harming me. This is not helping me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I would give anything to go back to that. Yeah. Yeah. it, It really makes me happy to see people honoring what whatever Mm -hmm. feels good to them and that doesn't mean like everyone needs to do like a elimination thing or Mm -hmm. there's no diets but like just consciously thinking like what do I want why am I doing this Mm -hmm. I think that's what we all need to focus more on right and how beautiful that you can like be happy for someone that gets to do something that you can't I think that's because it could be so easy to resent them or Mm -hmm. resent that right that was actually one of my questions for you was how like, what do you realize now that you may have t- taken for granted when you were in a healthy body? Yeah, it's definitely that. Because it took a while to like working out. Like, mm-hmm. and I remember at the beginning, like, oh, I have to do another workout. Like, I really mm-hmm. should work out. Or, or I had to be in that binge restricting mm-hmm. mentality where it's yeah. like, oh, I ate a donut today. Now I'm just going to eat McDonald's and this and that. Like, yeah. it was all or nothing right like we're learning then too and yes. I, I could just be like no it's fine if you eat treats but 
enjoy them. You don't have to stuff. eat them all the time. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you, I wish I could tell everyone, just like, listen to what your body wants mm-hmm. because no one is going to want to eat junk food all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, if you listen to what your body is saying yeah. to you. Yeah. Yeah, it is hard. And like, I do miss it. I miss working out probably more than anything for sure. Cause that, like you said before, it was more of a mental release mm-hmm. for me. Like mm-hmm. it was, it helped my mental health so much, but I do see other people working out and I almost like want to be a cheerleader for everyone. Be like, mm-hmm. for you for doing that. Like I, I miss it, but yeah, it's like, I love when people realize that it's not something they have to do it is a privilege yeah. honestly yeah I and like I that. just like I'm privileged that I can still walk like there is both sides but right. it is getting harder and harder and I I really miss feeling good like being mm-hmm. able to feel my body and move my body and stuff and until you that's taken away from you you never know like I very clearly remember the last workout I've ever done I think it was a the work it was with mm-hmm. Amala and the next day I blew out my knee and that was completely the start of the end of this body me helped work out and I told Nicole the other day I'm like my main goal again not my main goal well kind of like I want to be able to do some kind of workout again mm-hmm. one day like I want to get back to a place where I can and it is really hard when it doesn't matter really what you do like I'm beyond being able to choose things. Yeah. Unfortunately. So I am like reliant on doctors and I'm very like, I'm almost pushing to go on something called TPN because my body is so it's like, it's almost like screaming at me for nutrients, but it, it just can't, it doesn't have the ability to like digest that myself anymore. So I just like love seeing people who don't, not that it's excuses all the time, but who just honor what they like, who can step up and be like, okay, this is, it feels good. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to like, just do one thing or just, it doesn't, I think this mindset of all or nothing needs to just disappear. Yeah. And just more being intentional with what you want and when you want it and move when you, your body feels good to move. And yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah starting with one thing I think is really important instead of trying on Monday I'm gonna start drinking this much water I'm gonna exercise I'm gonna eat this food I'm gonna you know it's that can be so overwhelming and that is definitely like setting yourself up for failure if you can just implement one thing once you got that down like add another thing and yeah yeah that's it's huge and I I'm still human and lately I've been struggling with like body image issues Mm -hmm. because my digestive tract is not working at all but I'm extremely bloated I've gained like probably 10 to 15 pounds from medication like Mm -hmm. I just so I not only do I not feel good but I can say all I want that I don't care what how I look or whatever but I everyone to some level cares how they look or Mm -hmm. how people view them because Mm -hmm. for so long that's what life was about especially Mm -hmm. being a woman I feel like Mm -hmm. it's how you look and right get your after baby body back like Mm -hmm. there was just such a yeah so I'm all for this like so love your body how it is I love that yeah me too but yeah like I am it's always a work in progress for me Mm -hmm. like to look at how bloated I am and like 
when you don't feel good and you don't like the way you look, it, it really screws with your mind. Yes. Yeah. Because oftentimes, like once you start feeling better, then you start quote unquote looking better. Right. So it's so they come together. And why does loving our body have to mean that we don't take care of it? Right. And I think that confuses some people. It's it's confusing to me. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It is like, I think there needs to be, I think society in general needs to just prioritize being healthy, whatever Mm -hmm. that looks like for you. Let's promote health regardless of weight, regardless of Mm -hmm. body mass. Like I find something I find really weird living in the United States is every doctor's appointment, you get weight. Mm -hmm. I'm like, why doesn't really matter how much I weigh? And that's been triggering me because I'm like, keep seeing this number go up and like, I literally puke all day, every day. I Mm -hmm. haven't probably ate a vegetable or like meat or something without getting sick in I would say 14 months yeah like it's been a long time so to me I'm like why does it matter what the number on the scale says right like right that's not what any of this is about in my opinion it's about being healthy living as long as you can being Mm -hmm. able to keep up with your kids or your Mm -hmm. grandkids or yeah like preventing cancer diabetes you know like it's about yeah. staying healthy we all I guess one thing that this has taught me is you only get one body oh gosh yeah and like it's really hard I would say it's way harder to watch people who like drink too much or do drugs or whatever like and be way more physically able than I am mm-hmm. I, I struggle more with that than people who are like doing workouts or yeah. taking care of themselves yeah yeah that makes sense yeah Cause you probably just want to shake that and be like, you have such like a healthy, strong body. Like why are you sabotaging it? Yeah. Right? And I know that obviously has a, like mental health, struggle. Mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. no one just chooses to do that. Yeah, Maybe yeah. I should. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like yeah, people who just are willingly have the option mm-hmm. and just don't do it. Yeah. But uh, it's hard. I know it is. Cause I've been, we've been at that point of like taking it for granted. I used to mm-hmm. all the time be like, Oh, yeah. I have to work out or. I just wouldn't be like Mm -hmm. on the flip side too. Like when we were teenagers, we were both naturally smaller people. Mm -hmm. So in our minds, we weren't like, oh, we should work out to be healthy, to get like strong heart and lungs. And, you know, cause it's healthy Mm -hmm. for us. We're like, oh, we're small enough. Who cares? We don't need to work out, which is so cute, but it's not our fault. Mm -hmm. And even with this gut health protocol, we're science is learning that, your gut is your second brain. Like it plays yeah. a huge part in your whole body. So I get where people get confused on like fad diets and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not for that either. Right. But also we need to remember science does change mm-hmm. and we learn more about what's healthy for our bodies and not, right. and food changes. Yes. Like why in the past was there no such thing as celiac or gluten-free because our food was not genetically modified. Yeah, yeah. It's so interesting to me that people can't eat gluten in North America, but when you go to Europe, you have no mm-hmm. issues. Right. So yeah, we have to remember everything that goes into play here. It's not just mm-hmm. doing this because you care how you look. Right. Yeah, there's so many layers and it's so complicated. And I think especially for women, it it gets extra complicated because there's so many emotions involved. And, you know, we, I'm not saying that men don't struggle with body image, but women, it is like a real, a real thing that 
is like passed down to us generation to generation to generation. That's the question I wanted to ask you. How are you mindful of talking about body image or that sort of thing around your two boys? I don't know where they, like I've talked about this before, I think where they came through this phase of like wanting abs Mm -hmm. and being like, oh, I need to work out because I want to look like this. And I'm like, well, like working out is to be healthy. Right. Or we eat these things because it's good for your body. Mm -hmm. I, I very much let my kids eat whatever they want, but they choose most healthy options. Right. And I love their mindset. Like once Landon has ate like a whole bag of candy and after he didn't feel good, he's like, mom, next time I'm not, I'm not ever going to eat that much again. Cause I, my stomach hurts. Like right. they still have the ability where they listen to their body and they're learning. They're like, Oh, that wasn't a smart idea. Like, or he drank his whole bottle of pop way too fast the other day. And he was like, I feel so sick. I'm never going to do that again. Yeah. So I kind of let them figure it out on their own. Yeah. But I do think sometimes when you, and maybe that doesn't work for every child, mm-hmm. but in general, my kids, and maybe I'm lucky, maybe it's whatever. Well, most of the time I'm like, okay, we have to stop eating as many vegetables. You need to eat some other things. And that sounds so backwards, yeah. but in general, I just kind of let them choose what they want to eat. Right. But I and- provide mostly healthy options, but if they want to eat something, I don't really stress about that. Yeah. But I don't want them to be like, this is good food or bad food. It's all mm-hmm. just food. I try to teach them that. No, this this food has more nutrients than right. the chocolate, but it's okay to have some of each. Sometimes. Yeah, and but I didn't realize how much boys care about body. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. one thing that really surprised me. Yeah, for sure. I was just gonna say about like our childhood. So you you always had all sorts of foods in your home. Like you had the quote unquote junk food and stuff, and you really didn't care about the junk food. Like you would eat it every now and then, but it yeah. like the, it was there, and you just yeah. Whereas I had like a lot of, like, I guess those foods weren't in my home as prevalent. Like we, I don't think I was allowed pop until I was like a certain age and that's, and that's fine. Like, I'm not going to give my one-year-old pop. That's for sure. But you know what I mean? Like that, those things were restricted. So I would go over to your house and like binge on the junk food there because I didn't have that option at my house. Um, But you didn't because you had it. Yeah, I remember do you want a chocolate or do you want like this? And I'm like, no, not really. But yeah, yeah. I think, I guess it was just available to me. So mm-hmm. I was like, eh, it wasn't really special. I was just like, yeah, I eat one once a week or something, but yeah. And I would say the same thing kind of happened with alcohol then too. Right. When it was something that I wasn't, I wasn't exposed to, I couldn't have, I wanted it more. So it's just really, really interesting how our, our, growing up affects things as adults yeah it is interesting Mm -hmm. so I guess I kind of the food I just kind of do it like I grew up like there was sugary cereal and all this but in general like I feel like I didn't really overindulge in that but it wasn't like a novelty or something I couldn't or couldn't have so it wasn't really special to me like Mm -hmm. like oh yeah well once in a while I want that but yeah yeah that's where it just goes to show yeah like your relationship with food is very much based off what others say or Mm -hmm. the guidelines or things right because if you really if you had a baby babies cry when they're hungry and want milk Mm -hmm. right even a toddler they get grumpy when they want to eat or whatever and I think in general if 
until you tell things, oh, that's bad for you. That's good for you. Like, I feel like if you just kind of let them figure it out mm-hmm. and maybe not every kid, like, yeah, like, I shouldn't say it's that easy. I know I'm fortunate that my kids aren't picky eaters mm-hmm. or anything. Like Kevin's mom's always like, wow, it's so great. They, they're so easy. Cause like, if, as long as there's this big salad, like, they yeah. Like, yeah. And I know that's good, but yeah, I don't know. So that's just how I parent is like, mm-hmm. and yes, a couple of times they've ate too much and they kind of learned like, yeah, oh, I don't feel that's so good now. Natural consequences, right? Yeah. That's what that is. Yeah. So mm-hmm. cool. Well, I think this is an awesome episode. It's like, we could talk forever about it, right? It is yeah. so complicated and there's so many layers. And um, I'm glad you added that disclaimer at the beginning because we obviously want to respect everyone's like mm-hmm. mental health and the space that they need. Um, but yeah, I, it's, it's really different because it's been a long time since I have like focused on nutrition and fueling my body the way that it needs to be. Um, and like amazing how great I feel. And it's like, why wouldn't it, I think a lot of times we go to food for comfort, right? Or I know I definitely it becomes do. a social thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how much the social aspect of even get-togethers or whatever mm-hmm. revolve around alcohol and or food. Yeah. When I got to the point, I'm like I can't have either. I'm like, oh, it's not as fun to like go to the movies. Right. You know? Like everything yeah. Yeah. on food. Yeah, has some like, sort oh. of food attached to it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it it's becomes, so yeah, like a comfort thing, or um, mm-hmm. it's really related to emotions and mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure yeah it's it's wild and there's so many different like nuances to it for sure and so many things to like that like a psychologist could like pick apart and I have my own things to deal with mm-hmm. um but I feel like this is is good and I never struggle with the start like for me a start it was always like you know I'm this is it. Like, I'm going to do something fresh yeah. and new and it's exciting. So for mm-hmm. me, it's really like the middle part where it's like, Oh, I've been doing this for like a week or two. And like, yeah. it's not fun and sexy and new anymore, mm-hmm. but like one, that choice thing is very like helping me a lot. And then also like, just thinking that like, this is something that you can't do that you wish you could do. So I'm going to honor you by doing it. That's like having that emotional tie is, is big and huge. And I'm happy well, to really do it. I appreciate you doing that because yes, and I like will cheer you on and do whatever I can. Because the best. I think it's very, very important mm-hmm. for anyone to take and take whatever you want out of this or in your life. I think everyone just needs to take a step back and like make conscious decisions on what you want. What does health mm-hmm. look like for you? Yeah. Like it might mean running or working out, you know? And you don't have to look the same as the next person. Right. Or you don't have to do the same thing someone else is doing. Like, mm-hmm. actually think about really what do you want in five years? What do you want to feel like? Mm-hmm. And how and, do you want to honor your health? Right. And health can totally mean like going out with your kids and getting an ice cream cone because, mm-hmm. like, that it, you know, it like, but doing that in moderation, I don't know. It's like, it's just, there's so much to it. <laughs> yes, it's complicated. And mm-hmm. it's hard to not let all the outside opinions and voices, mm-hmm. ads and whatever, like even too, if you look at commercials, how much are centered around food, right? Like, wow, until you like, think about it, you don't really notice. Mm-hmm. So it's so interesting. True. It makes so much sense why for so long. It's 
like all these voices are coming at you, but you don't mm-hmm. even know. Like they sneak it in there. Yeah. It's very know, subtle. That is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything else you want to add? I I asked like in this group, we had worked out like what are your reasons for working out? And honestly, most of them were like for my mental health mm-hmm. because I want to feel good, because I want to be stronger, because I want to teach my children that this is you get to work out or mm-hmm. it was honestly no one was like oh because I want a bigger butt or mm-hmm. a flatter stomach right so I think it's easy to assume people are yeah. doing it for vain reasons or yeah. because they don't love themselves but that right. assumption needs to stop oh my gosh it, it so shouldn't matter like we just let's all support each other whatever yeah. that looks like yeah, yeah. let's end it on there because that was amazing Thanks, Carly. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to Finding the Light. Make sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And follow us on Instagram at Finding the Light, a podcast.